Hello and welcome to Waffly Bollocks, the wrestling podcast where we're not here to make money, we're just here to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Sarah, <laughs> aka Awfully Waffly, uh, and hi Spotify Auto Transcript, that's Awfully Waffly, and my co-host is MJ, aka Rassle Trash, Rassle Trash. <laughs> not Russell. <laughs> I know that's my name now. That's okay, your name my, is Russell, Russell Trash. Trash. Now. Okay, my name is my Russell co-host Trash. Russell Trash. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I I feel like slightly overwhelmed because like everything has happened this week. Oh fucking hell! Yeah. Like last week we were like, oh, we've just got a nice like three hours of wrestling shows to talk about. Everything's chill. And this week it's like, what if everything happened? Yeah. Everything has just happened all at once this week. <laughs> Working out. It was like us going on about like last week, just like being just doing what we do and having a nice time. And then Saturday night. <laughs> and all unsuspecting. We had not a care in the world. Yeah. Yes. And and uh, here comes unfortunate circumstances. <laughs> well. Life difficult. <laughs> Oh, well, so dear. okay, so the big news this week, obviously, is there's been a massive return to wrestling, and Dante Martin is back in AW. Yay! <laughs> yeah, he's now back. Uh, so we are getting not quite top flight back because I think they're going to continue to put Action Andretti in there, and we're going to have trios matches. But um, they did show the footage of his horrific foot, leg, whatever Oof. it was, injury. I was I was not a brave little soldier about that <laughs> at all. I, <laughs> I watched like you know the first bit where it was like in full speed and we saw it happen. As soon as I saw him start doing it in slow mo, I was like, no, 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 yeah. no, don't need to see that. Don't need to see that at all. No. It was it was up there with like I, I'm sure someone told you about this on Twitter. Uh, Sid vicious. Yeah, they did, and I his injury. watched it on my phone and was like i why did i do that yeah I, well i did say not to. i know but it was like right there and they were like oh this is both that and um the dante martin one it was people saying like don't watch this don't watch this and i was like don't Fuck tell you, me what's it <laughs> yeah my inner teenager came out and i was like you can't tell me what not to watch oppositional defiant disorder hoops oh <laughs> okay yeah one of them one of them uh anyway no of course we're being silly naughty girls uh yes. big news of the week is that cm punk is back at wwe he <laughs> made his appearance at the end of survivor series after the war games match yeah and <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> that was so funny because i just i woke up on when was survivor series it was saturday wasn't it so i woke saturday up on night, sunday morning yeah. like my cat had jumped on my head and before we'd gone to bed my partner had been like i want to watch survivor series tomorrow um so don't tell me if you see any spoilers i'm gonna stay off the internet i'm not gonna ask you to stay off the internet but don't tell me like don't tell me who wins the women's war games and don't tell me if cm punk comes back and i was like spoiler he's not gonna <laughs> i was like so like convinced uh yeah and then i woke up and saw yeah your... i didn't think you were <laughs> just the first thing i saw was your tweet being like i can't wait for awfully waffly to wake up and i was like oh god <laughs> 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 but 
but you'd managed to mute everything related to so you hadn't seen it anyway. no i had to go i went onto your timeline because i was like oh she will have like posted whatever she's talking about it will be there uh yeah so i had to go into my muted words and unmute cm punk pepsi muffins <laughs> As many of the code words for CM Punk that I could think of. Um, yeah, so he's so he's so he's gone. Um, he's out of our lives forever. Well, this is the thing. It's like, oh, it's just WWE fans on Twitter going, oh, thank you. Thank you for sending him home. I'm like, yeah, glad We're to. Like, yeah, you're, glad you're to. welcome. <laughs> and no returns. <laughs> yeah. he's. But the thing is, it's like he is probably going to have to finish his career there now. And that's fine by me. I just don't want him darkening AEW's door ever again. So, yeah, great. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome to him. And um, apparently he's got a, supposedly, according to the sheets, um, he's got a a behaviour clause, which he apparently accepted without question, that the second you step out of line, we're going to bin you. And he just accepted it. So that just says to me, he's a broke-ass bitch. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do we think that that's WWE standard? Like, because they're much more kind of controlling with their talent, uh, from what I gather. They are. But it, it's the fact that it's been pointed yeah. out makes me wonder if it's uh, a specific to him clause. And, and then he came out on Raw and did the most lackluster fucking promo i've ever seen him oh do. you've watched it i i saw clips of it on twitter i didn't watch it properly but he just went out there and went oh i'm home and you know that kind of thing like i'm back where i should be blah 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 there was no heart in it there was no passion in it there was it was just you know, and then he looked at the camera at the end and said, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. And it's like, yeah, no shit, we figured that out. Like, <laughs> Oh, God, it's so depressing. It's so depressing. I, we knew that he didn't have any principles, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the place that supposedly made him ill and d- d- did all these awful, awful things to him that he whinged about for seven years yeah. is now home okay okay all right then just 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 go i mean yeah my initial response was just kind of mild hysteria just like i can't believe this has happened but i am really glad about it my partner slept for like another hour after i woke up and then obviously wanted to watch survivor series which was four hours long i think or three anyway so i was trying to like not let him know but everybody was blowing up his phone um he was trying not to look but he was like I can see people have messaged me and the messages start WWE. So I guess CM Punk's back because I can't think of any other reason everyone would be doing this. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Yeah. I'm trying my hardest here. not to... But he was really, he was really deflated. He was just like, oh, I feel really disappointed in everyone. And I don't want to watch WWE anymore. And I feel really sad. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so oh, sad. No. <laughs> oh no. That's the, oh, that's, that's sad. That is a shame. It's to be a shame. fair. If he enjoyed it before, that's that's a shame. The the other funny thing, well, I found it funny, <laughs> was the uh, supposedly there was a, the committee that decided, oh, yeah. not whether Punk is fired, but whether he should be fired. That should be made clear. They the committee was there to decide who whether he should be fired, right. not whether he was going to be, because that is entirely down to Tony Khan. 
so we had that and then apparently it came out that um brian danielson was part of that committee which is completely unsurprising because i mean we knew months ago that tony khan considers him to be a right-hand man of sorts like i think there's probably him mox jericho um i think potentially kenny as well that he sort of goes to for advice and things so the fact that danielson was on that committee isn't really a surprise at all uh so then you get loads of people in his because he's been more active on on social media than i think i've seen him in as long as i've been back on twitter um posting stuff and then you between that and the people who are sort of like thanks for bringing punk back home and oh you're a snitch a snitch is the funniest one it's like what there was there was no snitch and he fucking attacked the the ceo guys yeah in front of everybody how how are you supposed to snitch how are you snitching that everybody saw (laughs) yeah ridiculous yeah so um he's been getting a bunch of shit yeah which you know Leave him alone. He's doing his fucking job. And and if your guy hadn't been a dickhead <laughs> in the first place, he wouldn't have needed to be part of any committee. No. Do we know? Um, do we know anything about their relationship? Like, are they pals? Um, I got the impression that they they were friends, but I do- honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or whether it's just a case of they're they're you know they are friends through you know because yeah. that's slightly different when you've got friends at work like yeah. they're not necessarily friends outside of work they're just friends in work um so I really <laughs> don't know what the what the case is with that like whether whether they are friends in real life or not well in real <laughs> life what we're talking about we're like friends outside <laughs> of work oh god don't start getting into the layers of uh truth and reality and fiction <laughs> yeah no no uh, yeah, that's a rabbit hole we probably don't want to go down. <laughs> so it, it's one of them, like, Danielson did his job, and uh, I'd just like to thank him <laughs> very much. You're a good lad. Cheers, You're a good lad, Brian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think my, my yeah my initial reaction was really kind of celebratory, like, great. I, I, I'm happy because WWE is kind of a closed environment, and... I don't watch it and therefore he's he's out of my life it's fine and put him in a box and put the lid on it it's fine well the, there was a there was talk of him oh he's gonna bury AEW in this in this uh promo that he's gonna do on Raw it's like oh yeah he's gonna put AEW in the ground and it's like no he didn't he came out like a soft little kitten and did his I'm, you know, oh, I'm, I'm back home, uh, like, <laughs> whatever, like, I, I don't know. There was an NDA though, I believe. Yes. That, that, so I don't know what people were expecting. Oh, as always, people are expecting that no standards apply to anything. That, you know, that he's a some kind of revolutionary loose cannon, and that the the law doesn't apply to him. But unfortunately, oh. it does. But yeah, I think I think I think after my initial like happiness that he's gone away, uh, wore off, I did feel a little bit like I just wish this guy could face some consequences yeah. and not just keep getting paid and celebrated all the fucking time. Yeah, but he's being all meek and mild on the very last bridge he's got left. And it's already <laughs> smouldering. So, because I mean, he's he burnt that bridge ages ago with he burnt the bridge with AEW. He'll probably at some point end up burning the bridge with WWE because he can't deal with like that kind of environment like a restrictive 
you have to behave yourself or we're going to fire you, whether yeah. you like it or not. Um, you know, and he doesn't have the advantage of being part of the office like he did at AEW, which which Tony Khan denied repeatedly. But when he was fired, you know, that was basically proven that he did. So, yeah, I think it's it's only a matter of time before that bridge gets blown up as well, eventually, you know. And what's he got left after that? Oh, Probably he could impact. just go away. Just go away. He could just go away. Just go away. Clearly, Clearly, he doesn't play well with others unless the others are subordinate in yeah, some way to him. Yeah. yeah, or sycophants. Like, he doesn't like any pushback on him and his opinions. So it's only a matter of time. Uh, but the thing is, though, the people, oh, he's a loose cannon, he's going to be a maverick. Uh, no, he's not. And it's like the pipe bomb was scripted. So, <laughs> you know, like, how much of a loose cannon <sighs> is he going to be? The thing is, uh, his stands think that he's like some mastermind who's playing everybody off against each other. And I just don't think he is. I think he's a bit stupid. And I think he's I don't, yeah. a lot desperate. And I think I just never want to see his face ever again. And mm. I hope he takes all of his rat bag stands back to WWE. And that's the end of it. Fingers crossed. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't, I'm just fed up now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I am. I went through the sort of like weird joy and hilarity and into like mild depression. And now I'm just like, I, I just don't want to think about you anymore. Just just no, go away. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much like, I am at this point, I am just sort of blocking everything out. Like I, I have, I have blocked WWE's Twitter. Oh, nice. So I don't, I don't see the retweets, you know, and anyone that is any, in any comment section being like, oh, thanks for giving us punk buck. Like, goodbye. But then you get like the people who hated WWE for years as sort of like crawling back <laughs> now going, oh no, they never did anything that bad. Like, yeah, okay whatever um <laughs> it's all just it's all just i don't know just i think yeah layers and layers of people making excuses and doing mental gymnastics to it's crazy make... how many excuses they will make it's insane <laughs> i don't know it was like with with raw on monday I, what i found really funny was that it was a shit episode of raw by all accounts and they made everybody, because they were like, oh, CM Punk's going on last. They made everybody watch a shit three-hour <laughs> episode of Raw before giving them seven minutes of CM Punk being the mildest little kitten ever. And it was just like... No, thank lol. you. Not for me. If I was them, I would have really gone, like, balls out, like, fucking made a cracking episode to try and lure people back in but yeah because you've got eyes that you didn't have before like suddenly all eyes are on you so you want to try and keep them i mean obviously it's wwe lots of people watch it anyway but i think you know like with a lot of lapsed fans or a lot of like people who generally watch aw maybe gave it a shot just to kind of see and yeah Yeah. for it to just not be very good it's, Mm. it's not great is it yeah, there was I the general vibe on Twitter was I can't believe I watched all of that for that. Oh, and with no intention of tuning in again next week. So like yeah, well done I guess. I would be interested to see how the numbers go because uh I, you know, I do have to slightly eat my hat in that I was I I'm really surprised by how many fans he still has that still want to watch him um i was kind of like oh surely it's not that much of a draw but um 
yeah, apparently there's still a lot of people out there that want to see him. I think it'll level out like it did at AEW. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably Trish and Sarah are the ones to go to for this yes. kind of thing. But the numbers-wise, just in a very sort of simple terms, were they got big when he first came in, then they started dwindling, and then they started dwindling. And at that point, he was only about as much of a draw as anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Like any one of the top guys, he was drawing about the same as they were. Yeah. So, eh, you know, yeah. I think it'll level out. I think it's the novelty of, ooh, CM Punk's back in WWE after, what, nine years at this point. Yeah, because yeah, also probably a lot of people who are WWE fans who maybe fell away from it, maybe they don't watch wrestling at all anymore. Because we know yeah. that a lot of people watch WWE like exclusively. So maybe mm. they were like, oh, maybe I'll go back. Yeah, yeah. So there is the uh, the lapsed fan market, I guess. I mean, AEW tended to um, pick up a lot of those lapsed fans, I think, because I was one of them. I mean, I hadn't watched WWE for about nine years before AEW came along. Punk left and you were like, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it, it, no, not even that... <laughs> He just come in. Right. He just come in because I stopped watching in about 2009. I sort of switched and only really watched Impact for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I didn't see any of the, the punk stuff. I found him annoying when we stopped watching it. I was starting to find him annoying even then. So I don't know. Being I, I would class myself as a lapsed fan, I suppose. So, yeah, I just watched Impact for 10 years. Yeah. And then AEW came along and I was like, oh, wrestling's good again. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this is obviously like the the, the furthest thing from my area of expertise because I'm just like, didn't watch it, wasn't there, don't know anything about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess good luck to him. Good luck to them. Have fun. Um, enjoy your locker room, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's all I can say about it, really. <laughs> and uh, never darken my door again. I never want to see your face. Preferably. Yeah, preferably never again. <laughs> yeah, CM Punk, not even once. Unfortunately, the, the, role, the rule in wrestling is never say never. Yeah. So there is always a chance in, in like three, four years' time that, uh, that Tony Khan is an idiot again. Oh, God. We'll all be dead by then. It's the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be all doom and gloom about it, but we'll all be dead by then. <laughs> I don't worry about that. <laughs> It'll be fine. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Thing is, I we can just breathe easy and not worry about him yeah, for appearing for for at least three. Well, just three can years. You imagine if we you get back to AW. I can't. I just I can't imagine. I can't. I can't. Can't deal with it. <laughs> I would be done. I would be done. <laughs> so fucking done. <laughs> like after all this, you just walk back in like, oh, I'm home here now. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no. Absolutely <sighs> oh, not. Absolutely not. 
Okay, and then so in response over in AW World, uh, MJF had an in-ring promo on Dynamite and he kind of said some things that I think were probably digs and he also explicitly mentioned him. So he he basically did a big promo for uh, leading up to his match with Samoa Joe at World's End where he was talking about Samoa Joe and what he'd done for the industry and said, you know, he didn't come here to line his pockets but because he believes in AEW, which seemed pretty clearly pointed it was very pointed yes bless his heart uh and he yeah i mean he basically attributed um the creation of an alternative to wwe to people like samoa joe uh which again it was like you know people want to talk about punk being fundamental to the company it's like "Eh, not sure that's true at all well no because the thing is with him he was he was asked in the beginning to sign up and he wouldn't take a risk. Yeah. He wouldn't take the risk. The thing is about the alternative and stuff. I mean, that was probably in reference to Joe at TNA. Yeah. You know, and providing an alternative, which it was. I mean, like for me as well. Like, I like I say, I watched Impact TNA for 10 years. And Jesus, did we go through some times. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like Joe has always been one of those guys that... Uh, I mean, he went to WWE for a little bit and he got treated poorly. So, you know, I'm glad that we've got Joe at AEW because I fucking love the guy. He's so good. He's so funny. And I'm glad they're letting him be funny now because he is hilarious. But yeah, Joe, I would say, because Joe's been solidly working since Ring of Honor, then TNA, then WWE, now at AEW. Like, he didn't take seven years off to <laughs> sulk, you know. Yeah. It's like, it, I think Punk gets a lot of credit for work that other people have done. Of course he does, because he comes out and says that he's done it. Yeah, and that that's evident in the way that, that people claim that he's responsible for the feeling at AEW. And it was like, no, he's he was one of the reasons why the feeling went away yeah. because of his bullshit. You know, so no, absolutely not. He's not responsible yeah. for anything. I think it's just depressing because he is the epitome of just a mediocre white guy who fi- fails upwards. You know, he's now he's back yeah. at WWE on shitloads of money again. And it's like, you just just get in the bin. Just go away. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I'm thinking about MJF now. Uh, so... We had some progression in the devil story that wasn't just a video. We had a bunch of guys in black masks and like little devil, were they jackets or t-shirts with the face on the back? They look like long sleeve t-shirts, like <laughs> compression shirts. Seasonally appropriate. And yeah. <laughs> they came out to beat up Max and Samoa Joe, true to his word, came down to defend him. Uh what did you say last week? Streets are saying. Uh, it, people... Streets are saying. <laughs> that one of the guys was Wardlow and indeed it kind of did look that way because there was a big guy who there hasn't been previously uh, was one of the guys. And then Wardlow came out to have a match straight afterward with his hair all messy as if perhaps he had, he had just hair. taken off a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he had Wardlow came out with hat hair, and everyone was like, "Why has Wardlow got hat hair?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. But like, oh god, I mean, my interest in this storyline has definitely gone down a few notches if we're putting him in the picture. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> People were debating whether it was Kenny because of the ass. 
I'm the big fella. And I was like, nah, it's not Kenny. I don't think it's Kenny. <laughs> like that's that that's not that is not Kenny. I know them cakes and yes. it's not Kenny. <laughs> I love this trend of only identifying people by their ass. <laughs> yeah, because the devil at all out like last year yeah. was uh Everyone was like, yeah, it's MJF. It was like, how can you tell? Because of his ass." I don't know. Do you know <laughs> it wasn't even the ass that was a giveaway for me on that. It was just the way he moves. Like, he just has a very particular way of mm. moving when he's in character. Anyway, um, so now... Oh, there was, like, a bit with, like, text on screen that was like... um, What did it say? Like, are you a hero, Max, and stuff? And so now MJF and Samoa Joe, I guess, are going to have a tag match with two mystery masked men. men i hope yeah. that they do it in the masks i hope that that leads to someone getting unmasked i hope it's yes. not the devil but one of the minions that's what i would like yes that would be good if it was i feel like that match is purposefully there to unmask someone somebody yeah there, there was people on twitter debating whether it was the books and i was like i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know if they're like doing their own thing like, because they haven't been on tally for two, two weeks. weeks so. Two weeks with no elite. What? Mm. How am I to live? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. Um, I also, again, this is my bugbear and has been for weeks, is that why are we tuned, like, why are we heating Hangman up and then cooling him off again? <sighs> As It's like the know. third time. It's the third time it happened. They did it after he won the title. They did it after the Mox feud. And now they're doing it again with uh, Swerve. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I love Swerve. I love Swerve so much. And I understand what they're doing with Swerve. But did it have to be at Hangman's expense? Well, quite, because Swerve is still kind of putting Hangman over on Twitter and stuff. And on Instagram, and all his posts are still kind of doing lots of stuff that suggests that to him, the feud is very much not over. Mm. One of them is on telly and in a tournament, and the other one hasn't been on telly for two no. weeks. He should be, because what's the point of having a very strict rule about not having anyone ringside if someone is not going to break that rule? Yeah, that does seem a bit like that rule has been put there to be broken, surely. Right? It's conspicuous, isn't it? Like, it's got to be going somewhere, surely. Mm. Hmm. But I think we got worked again, you know? Again? Again? Because... Bloody hell. Because do you remember last week where you were like... The Bucks are doing a heel turn and they're definitely cooking something up, but I think it is true that being the elite is over for good and that's a separate thing that's not kayfabe and it's very sad. Yeah. And then what happened this week? <laughs> we got be in the dark order. Hey! We got be in the dark order. I'm delighted. I'm de- if, that, if I was worked on that, I am fucking delighted because if th- just keeping the flame alive, even if yeah. the, the BTE boys don't want to do it anymore... The fact that it's still something and they can come back to it when they're feeling it. And, um, you know, and obviously more Dark Order, which is always good because I love them. Yeah, I think that was part of the sadness of losing BTE was not just that we wouldn't see the stuff that the Elite were doing, but that there are lots of people on there that we see more of that we don't see. There would be like Best Friends stuff, there'd be Dark Order stuff, so... And the um, Iron Savages as well, who Uh, are back to doing their... Yeah, Kip Sabian. And yeah, because there's... This is the thing. People seem to assume that you only care about the top guys. And it's like, no. 
No, we don't. We, you know, there's a lot of people sort of who don't get used as much as we would like. And the yeah. only time we get to see them is on either Ring of Honor or Dark back in the day yeah. and being the elite. So like the fact that they were sort of being the elite was dead, supposedly. That was really sad because there was just a bunch of people that we wouldn't get to see anymore because yeah. Tony Khan would rather book fucking FTR. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just FTR and Ric Flair forever. <laughs> God, that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Um, yeah, so we have been the Dark Order and that, that seems good. I mean, the first episode was like, fine <laughs> it was, it was, it was good it was funny it was you know yeah um so I, I think i'm quite happy about that like you say like maybe the bucks and kenny have got other stuff to be getting on with but like yeah. it's still there there is still stuff to be done and like i mean it's not that they hadn't been building to something like the whole thing about the about the dark order buying the hung bucks trademark was obviously yeah. like a very stupid joke but now i'm like were they planning this all along? <laughs> they may they may have been. They may have been. Because it was getting to a point like I I think with with being elite, it was like it felt like it was cooking again after the elite got back together and then after a while it kind of went off the boil again and it was a bit like, oh bugger. But yeah, maybe this was plan all along. Maybe, maybe. it was. Who Just knows? Passing of the torch. But um yeah, that's that's happy days. If we're gonna get that every Monday, then great. Good yeah, because, like, I mean, a lot of the backstage vlog things have kind of stopped now as well. Like, Yeah. Well, Sammy's not around, and uh, the bunny isn't at AEW anymore. Yeah, sadly. And who's the other one? Uh, uh, Zay, Ethan... is he still doing his? Oh, Ethan, I think yeah. Zay's still doing his. Ethan isn't doing a backstage vlog anymore. I think he just got too busy by the, the, yeah. what it seems like he just got too busy doing other things which is fair enough if you haven't got time to do it then don't do it but um exactly. it's cool that there is you know still a couple of uh vlog type things still yeah up and running because i don't think at wwe they they're necessarily allowed to do stuff like that unless it's officially sanctioned by wwe and it's a, a specific wwe thing where they're allowed to say things that are they're allowed to say do you know what i mean like whereas like the backstage vlogs are a bit freewheeling you know so i'm i'm glad i'm glad there's still things like that yeah go some way to restoring the feeling (laughs) we must restore the feeling god Um, damn it (laughs) so what else happened this week we have just had a shitload of continental championship business so yes in the gold league mox beat jay lethal no surprise no. Uh, Roosh beat Mark Briscoe. I mean, I guess that uh, that could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. It could have gone either way. I was leaning more towards Roosh winning it, I have to say. And then Swerve beat Jay White in the main event, which was the one of these matches that I cared about, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, and, and quite right that that was the main event because that was fucking cracking. It was so good. And Jay White, when he gets beaten just has the biggest temper tantrums mm. and it's really funny it's it just gets me every time we're like <laughs> yay jay white tantrum Woo! He, like, he just looked unhinged and then he bit the top rope <laughs> yeah all the girlies were going mental about that that was very funny very funny yeah bless his heart yeah he doesn't take losses well jay white <laughs> 
So I've heard, so I've heard. All my New Japan mutuals are like very giddy about this. So I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, So yeah, that's good stuff. And then, so that's the gold group. And then in the The blue group group on Collision, Claudio beat Daniel Garcia, which was very sad because lovely Danny Garcia did a lovely little promo and then about how he felt like a loser and then he lost and then he had to do another promo about feeling like a loser and it was so sad. Oh, Danny. He's such a cutie. (laughs) Give Danny some wins. God damn it. Thing is, though, it's like he's so good. He shouldn't be the pin eater in that tournament, like in that group. He shouldn't be the pin eater. But they have stacked those fucking things yeah. like the 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 tables and stuff are just full of such strong wrestlers that even if somebody loses it doesn't feel like a bad thing because it's like yeah but you know you lost to one of the best so it's it's not <laughs> yeah. quite as bad like you know you're not getting jobbed out to somebody just anybody yes well i think that's interesting that andrade is in there because isn't he one of the ones that we keep hearing like doesn't want to take pins so yeah yeah which is like in a in a tournament like that you you kind of have to like i mean it's like the g1 at some point you know no matter who you are like what status you have within the company you're gonna take a loss at some point because otherwise it just makes it too obvious who's gonna win (laughs) Well, speaking of obvious, who's going to win? So last week, I very confidently said Eddie Kingston's going to beat Brody King, and he didn't. He did not. He didn't. No, no, no. Shocking twist. Thing is, though, it made sense. Yeah, it, it made perfect sense that that Brody would beat Eddie, because uh, like Brody's just a big old man beast. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm 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 fine with it. I mean, they they obviously they want to make. Brody looks strong because uh, he is as 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 many issues as we have with House of Black and their shenanigans sometimes like you know Brody Brody's strong so yeah. yeah it makes sense to make him look strong in the tournament yeah yeah we'll, but we'll see we'll, we'll see, see how it goes I think it works from an Eddie standpoint as well because um there's that promo that I've somehow managed to see like three times <laughs> I mm. think I keep <laughs> It's like it's everywhere. It's on every show uh, of Eddie sitting down after the match and talking about how he will be humble in defeat and mm. how he shouldn't have assumed that just because he'd thrown his belts in the pot, he was going to be somehow entitled to a ticket to yeah. the final. So yeah, that's good. And the other thing that I want to talk about with Eddie, in fact, this is the only thing I want to talk about today. Whatever. Is so last week we were talking about. Um, at the end of Ring of Honor, Eddie Kingston cut a promo where he was talking about champions who don't pull their weight, who don't elevate the company. And, you know, the man makes the championship, the championship doesn't make the man and all that stuff. And we were like, yeah. huh, was that shade being thrown at MJF? Like, mm. he didn't say, but we're not sure. Turns out Athena has taken that very personally and is now <gasps> calling out Eddie Kingston. And <laughs> nothing is more important to me than this. <laughs> amazing oh oh if we get oh (laughs) right i don't think they're gonna do an intergender match on ring of honor but it's not on tv so nothing's stopping them well this is this is my thing is that yes the tv network are funny about intergender stuff on AEW, but ring of honor is ring of honor it's completely separate it's nothing to do with the network so 
Why why the fuck not? Oh, please, why don't we please, do that? Please. please can we? Please. <laughs> please can we? Please, I need it. And I need it also not to just be like a match that you're gonna do next week. I need it to be months final battle. of feuding. Oh yeah, final battle, which is in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Well, final battle, Athena is fighting Billy Starks. Oh, now. see, I'm I'm behind, you see. I need to watch Ring of Honor because I didn't have time last night. Sorry, spoilers. Uh... Sorry, it's fine. <laughs> I, expect, I expect Ring of Honor spoilers because I am bad at watching it on time, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, so they are finally pulling the trigger on the Billy Starks-Athena match, Woo! which could mean that the undefeated champion Athena could lose her women's Ring of Honor world champion belt to Billy Starks. Because if that happened, she could go for Eddie Kingston's belt. Well, no, she can't because he's put it in the fucking pot. Unless he wins. Unless he wins. Unless he wins. (laughs) Unless he wins the whole thing and then he's got three belts. (laughs) I know we're not supposed to fantasy book and all it does is make us upset with our lives. But I, I, I can't not draw these lines where I'm like right okay so Eddie is going to win the Continental Championship and keep his three belts and then he's going to immediately lose that one to Athena that could happen right (laughs) lose all of them to Athena oh lose all of them to Athena (laughs) Athena is then the queen of everything and we could put a crown on her I love her (laughs) like I yeah I just oh my god I just want I just want Eddie and Athena like cutting promos on each other I yeah, just want it. I, I need just that. want it. Please don't tease me with this and then take it away, Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's another thing. I mean, because we've always said, like, or, or I've always said at least, like, with the Ring of Honor, you know, they can quite easily book four women's matches a show. Yeah. And it's fine. So that makes me think that the issues with booking are more down to the network on AEW than, than down to... Tony Khan, although I'm sure he probably does take some of the blame for like going along with yeah. it. But if he can book four women's matches on Ring of Honor, then we should have some intergender matches as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know that guy watches PWG. I know he's seen <laughs> intergender matches that he thought were good. Like, you know, I, I do, it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I just do it. I want it so bad. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Honestly, I was having such a grumpy week with wrestling where I was like, Oh, I'm just not feeling the Continental Classic. I'm not feeling it. Um, I'm feeling a bit bored. I'm feeling like my guys aren't here. The elite aren't here. Like Chuck's not here. What's going on? And then I watch Ring of Honor, and Athena calls out Eddie Kingston, and I'm like, and we're back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. With the um, Continental Classic, I'm glad that they're now inserting these like promos and things yes yeah 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 in, into proceedings because that adds a bit more storytelling it to is it. helping because yeah without that it is literally just from now until the end of the year it's just matches without a story like other than what they build in the ring yeah which is like i like a mixture of both do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i like a mixture of, of sort of storytelling with with promos and stuff and also in ring storytelling yeah and i think there's a danger of going too far one way or the other like there's been a few weeks where it's like oh yeah you've gone way too far into sort of sports entertainment nonsense and then there's some weeks like the first week of the continental where i was like there's not really a great lot hooking me in here 
it's a, it was a fine episode. Mm. It was it was okay, but like I was missing the story stuff for me. Yeah, personally. I mean, partly it's a patience issue, I guess, because in tournaments the stories kind of come out over time, but at the same time yeah. they have really compressed this one, so mm. it does just feel like we're just knocking through a bunch of matches to get some numbers on the board. Yeah, yeah. And then it also feels like, well, if nearly every match is going to be a continental match, then I know who I'm going to see every single week from yeah. now until December. Like, I kind of like it on a Wednesday where it's like, oh, this match is happening, this match is happening. And you're like, oh, exciting. Uh, <laughs> but when there's a tournament on, it's like, okay, so we, we kind of know what matches we're going to get. And I kind of like the surprise. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's me being <laughs> odd. No, there was something that just sort of took the wind out of my sails a bit where I was just like, oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's one of them. It's, it's like it, there's a danger of going too far either way and I kind of like things somewhere in the middle. Yeah, definitely. But, definitely. you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's only a month. I think yeah. the, like, the tournament ends at the end of the month, so it's like, it's a month. Yeah, the tournament ends at the end of the month, and like all the devil stuff has to come to a head, and so, so stuff's happening. And um, and Christian Cage is keeping the flame alive <laughs> when no oh, one else yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, there's, there's, to be fair, this week, the segment with Christian and, and Copeland, I... I really enjoyed i thought that was great shit well last week we had the rechristening and that was great and then this week yeah there was a, a lovely in-ring promo with christian and, and adam copeland um where <laughs> he tried to convince uh christian tried to convince adam copeland that he did want to be pals and he did want to be a tag team and they could make nice and then he like went to hit him with the tnt belt but uh adam copeland was wise to him and Gave him a low blow, and <laughs> the way he like slid down his body, like holding <laughs> onto him, was just—it was yeah. It was every, incredible. Everyone went crazy for that. They were all like, "Old man, yowie!" <laughs> that is physical storytelling. That <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful shit. Because the thing is, we all knew when Christian came out going, "I'm sorry," uh, <laughs> and being very Canadian. Um, we were all like, "Yeah, right, bollocks." I did wonder whether they were going to go into a... It was going to be a callback to uh, when Punk called out Hangman and Hangman was, wasn't scheduled to come oh, out. Oh, yeah. So I forgot about that part. Yeah, where he was calling for him and he wasn't coming out. And, yeah, and he was yeah. like, can you play his music or something? I was like, oh, <laughs> that's, how the, that's how the wrestling music works. Right, I get you. you, you, you it's, not that, it's not that they're there and they're being announced. It summons them. <laughs> Yeah, someone's got to summon them. <laughs> you just by play their music, the music and they come. Right, okay. That's how it works. Yeah, it's not to do with. Yeah, it's not the opposite. It's you play the music and they appear and go. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that, se- that sounds right. Yeah. Prior to that, uh, Copeland was just sat backstage having a nice cup of tea, and then they played the music, and he was like, "Oh, I have a job to do." But yeah, it it was brilliant. I thought that whole segment was great. It does feel like Edge is settled in now. Yeah. Edge, Adam Copeland. <laughs> it's, it's, he's always going to be Edge. I've known him as Edge for so long. But yeah, it, it was good. It does feel like he's settled in now. It felt the first few weeks, especially when they were making him do a promo every single episode the first week he arrived, it was like, he just felt a bit out of place and a bit tentative with his words and things. But now I think he's he's settled in and he's 
one of the gang it seems it feels like. like they figured out what the dynamic is between him and christian now whereas initially it yeah. did not seem that way at all uh so they are having a fight in montreal is it next week dynamite yeah that's weird i TNT. thought they were gonna like maybe hang on to that one for like a pay-per-view but no maybe not i did wonder but then it was like they are in montreal <laughs> okay and, and they are canadian so it kind of <laughs> it does make sense but yeah i mean i there's no reason why we won't have a rematch on that's true. the pay-per-view that's though true. that's true so you know we we know that they will do rematches close together these days if they if they want to so yeah. we'll see we'll we, see. We shall see but that's 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 a lovely thing that's a delightful thing i'm happy about that yeah. uh also, another thing that <laughs> well, I don't have a segue. The other thing that happened this week that's sort of notable is that on Rampage, Wheeler Yuta fought Shibata and won the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. He did on Rampage. On Rampage. That's that's what. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, what is going on? Like this stuff never like titles changing hands on Rampage. That never happened. <sighs> Imagine if a Ring of Honor belt was ever on Ring of Honor. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> but yeah, it. I think it was done, though, because Shibata had to go back to the Yeah, very I, I, I do know that. But yeah, it's just a bit like, oh, God, guys, have we not been moaning about the Ring of Honor belts not being defended enough on Ring of Honor? And then you have yeah. one change hands on Rampage. <laughs> well, the, the, the trios belts did on Rampage as well, didn't they? Oh, was it when Rampage the rather Rumble... than... That's so cheeky. Poor Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. The women's title gets defended on Ring of Honor quite often. And... Uh... Yeah, other than that, well, they do get defended on Ring of Honor now that the Gates of Agony, the trios titles, now they got them back, they now get defended on Ring of Honor again. Why they couldn't have let the Hungbooks have a couple of matches on Ring of Honor, that <laughs> would have been nice. By guns, yeah, it would have been nice, it would have been nice. It is weird that, I, I can't figure out why this is, but like, why is a pure rules match, which is very similar to a Continental Classic match, why is it more fun to watch a pure match than a than a continental? I don't know, but I have got a, I have got a soft spot for pure matches, and they're very similar in terms of the rules for sure. Yeah, I don't know if it's that they tend to be more technical. I don't know what the right words are. I'm just it it's is. More, I think that might be it. More Zack Sabery, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think we've just got we we just love Zack Sabre. And we like watching people have matches like Zack Sabre have. I know. So that is that is the pure matches altogether. And also, I fucking love Shibata. Yeah. Any time I get to see Shibata is a good oh, time. A so cutie, yeah. Yeah. I hope he comes back soon. Um. I I thing is at the press conference he did very much make it sound like he wanted to sign for AEW at some point. Mm, so okay. Well, uh, well, AEW or Ring of Honor, but I'm crossing my fingers that that does come about at yeah. some point. Like, because I don't know what kind of, I don't know how long his contract is at New Japan. So, mm. but I, I would like that. I would like that very much because I really like Shibata. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, of course we can go watch him on <laughs> New Japan. Of course we can. Of course we can. But I, I really like him in that sort of pure league almost, I guess. Like doing pure matches and uh and things it's it's a lot of fun but yeah um this now makes wheelie yuta three time ring of honor pure champion how many times has he actually won it on (laughs) (laughs) how many times has he been on but maybe he will come to ring of honor because like 
the Blackpool Combat Club. Well, no, that's not true. Wheelie Utah and Claudio Castagnoli quite often pop over to Ring of Honor, don't they? They do. So. They do. Even even Mox puts a puts an appearance in every now and again. So yeah, yeah, it's fine. I I'm assuming it's this has come about because Shibata can't be there for yeah. final battle and um and Yuta can obviously. Yeah. But I'm I'm hoping because Yuta didn't win clean that leaves the door open for a rematch later down the line. I think so. That, that's that's, Fingers crossed. that's that was exciting. I like that. I enjoyed that match a lot. Okay, is there anything else AEW wise that you would like to talk about? Oh, Julia Hart and Emi Sakura. We haven't done that. That was Ooh, that was great. Oh yes, that was yeah, that was awesome. Really enjoyed that. Um, I just I. Julia's doing so well she and I really love is. Emi Sakura and I always have so like anytime I get to see Emi Sakura on my TV is great yeah fucking marvelous because I I adore her she's like she I don't think she gets enough respect myself you know because she is like she has trained a lot of your faves like you know she's trained like Shida, Riho, um, a lot of the sort of TJPW wrestlers like I, I she's just a genius she's a genius <laughs> and i love her and we need to put more respect on her name yeah she's the best she's awesome it's always really exciting when they finally put her on dynamite because you're like yeah they they tend to well she used to be on dark all the time so yeah when she pops up on dynamite it's like go on girl <laughs> yeah um i am i am also sad to see that they are sticking with the only bringing abaddon out at halloween it does look that way yeah uh, that's really annoying. Stop it. Like, put them on the TV. They always get a pop. Everyone loves Abaddon. Yeah, I don't I get don't, it. I don't get it at all. You know, so why not use that? Why not capitalise on that? It doesn't make any sense. Because they're to me. signed, aren't they? They are, yeah. So what yeah, the fuck? I know. Weird. It does, it's weird. It's very weird. And I, I don't understand it. It's, it's like, oh, maybe it's too silly. Like sort of is it is it too much spooky bollocks but i don't think it is because abaddon's adapted their character to be more sort of animated now and they're not just like a zombie if you're gonna let the house of black be here then then abaddon gets to go here too yeah i don't understand that like if if we can if there's room for the house of black then there's room for abaddon surely it's like um they're like, we have one token goth, and that's it, and none of the others shall be allowed. You're allowed one goth. One goth like, at a time. We have a quota. Yeah. One... <laughs> one goth at a time. Sorry, Kip. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other thing as well, isn't it? It's like, well, Kip, Kip and Penelope aren't spooky. Why are you keeping them off the table? They're a bit spooky, but they're not, no, they're not spooky. They're just goths. They're just goths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that aren't on TV that I would like to see on TV, and and I realise I'm fighting a losing battle on that one. I clearly, see my little guys. <sighs> I wish, I wish Chuck Taylor had not, for some reason, decided that he hates the internet because I feel like we have no idea what's wrong with him, how long it's going to be, anything. Yeah, I mean, it's it. That's, I guess that's not information he owes anybody, but no, at the same time, I... it was like, I would like it, I would like to know when he's coming back. Of course, back, of course yeah, him. of course, of course, he's completely entitled to have his private life, and I'm not entitled to that information. Of course, I know that. I just want to prepare my heart for how long <laughs> I have to be without him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Just for your sake, if nothing else, <laughs> you should let us know how long it's going to be. I would just like to know. <laughs> 
It is, yeah. What have you done at your leg? Why is your leg poorly? Please come back Please to us, Charles. Back. We miss you. You can take Roddy's wheelchair. It's fine. Yes. Well, this is it. Why don't they have? I mean, there's enough of them in the best friends gang, the expanded best friends gang that we have now mm. to bring to bring Chuck down in a wheelchair. What are you doing, lads? Sort it out. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I I can hear by the tone of your voice that you do not like the expanded best friend posse. <laughs> We've talked about this. Yeah, I don't like. We have. I don't like that Rampage this week has a eight man match, and and we know that I don't can't be doing with eight man matches at the best of times. But it's because it's not a six man match, and there's too many people to remember. Too many people to remember. But it's <laughs> it's billed as like. God, I, I can't even remember. I think it's something. I'm sure they put something like Danhausen and best friends or something. But it's Orange Cassidy, Hook, Trent, and Danhausen. I'm like, yeah. we. Are, oh, I'm. I'm sorry, but we cannot be saying best friends unless Chuck's here. Yeah, I mean, I guess I. I understand it because Orange and uh, Trent are there. No, but sh- surely, <laughs> if anything, it should be Hookhausen and best friends. I, totally. I just. Because that's their team name. Uh, yeah. Or they, or, they should, or they could come up with a new one. Like they did. They were quite good for a while at coming up with like new little names when they had like Bandido and stuff. Who I also miss. <sighs> yeah. Oh, did you did, read? Did, have you heard the latest on that? No. His, he was, because he, I heard, had read a while ago that he was getting ready to come back. Mm. And now apparently he needs a second surgery no! on his arm because it hasn't healed oh, properly. Oh, shit. So we are going to be without Bandido for a little bit longer, sadly. Oh, no. He's one of my favourite little guys. Yeah, sad about that. He's He's great. He's delightful. He is. Get well soon, Bandido. We love you. Come back soon. Get well soon, Bandido. Get well soon, Chuck. Get well soon, Mark Davis. Yeah, yeah. Uh. See, Davis Davis and fucking Osprey need to get hold of Kyle and drag him out of the family. (laughs) That needs to stop. Get United Empire back on the but bullshit. What, but he's just a little guy. He's been left all alone. Mm. He's been he's fallen in with a bad crowd. He has, he has, and he needs Davis and Osprey to turn up and rescue. <laughs> Forcibly him. drag him out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, we're not doing this, Kyle. <laughs> um, yeah, we need to do that because yeah, it's because it, he's he's it's weird. He's in a suit. It's weird. It is, I don't. I don't. I liked it when he was in a suit and Mark Davis was in a suit, but I I don't like this. No, no. It's and and also it's like with Kenny not being there for weeks and weeks. It's yeah. like what what is what's, even going on with that now? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Any of these guys, what they're up to. But the good news is, you remember my curse of indie wrestlers going to Japan as soon as I fall in love with them? Yes. The curse may be coming to an end because uh, the first of my great losses, (laughs) uh, Leighton Buzzard, he is coming back to the UK as of um, February, I think. He's definitely got matches booked in February. He might be back before that. But... um. Yeah, he's coming back, so that's exciting. Hooray! Excited about that. Very good. Excited about that. Uh, elsewhere in Britress, if you follow me on Twitter, you will have seen a lot of posting about this, which <laughs> I'm not even going to apologise for. So You have undergone great emotional damage Oh my god. Like, I know we, we, we sit on this podcast and we say, I just want wrestling to make me feel something. I want to have emotions. Yes. I want to be emotionally connected. 
progress. <laughs> progress for wrestling. <laughs> you hurt me so much. I gave you my emotions. And what did you do? You stomped. 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 Right. Because kid like us. That has... sounded like sounded like the lyrics to last Christmas. <laughs> 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 last last progress show i gave you my heart and the very next day you gave it to spike trevay yes um <laughs> that's what happened that is that is what happened what happened so so spike trevay the vulture the man who uh hang on i just <laughs> spilled stuff all over my thing uh spike trevay the vul- the vulture the tory the terrible terrible man uh who is who defeated Cara Noir and took his mask. He has been the Progress World Champion for quite a while. <laughs> she says, counting on fingers, not sure. Uh, but he and his faction have been at war with Kid Like Us and his faction for a really long time. And it was yeah. all building and building and building through Hungry Like the Wolf a couple of months ago, through to... Uh, Wonder Brawl in Manchester which I went to which uh, there was a trios match with Kid Like Us, Like Us 2 and Warren Banks and Spike Trevay and his guys, one of whom's Bullet and the other one is Charlie mm, don't know, Charlie something but um, <laughs> sorry, sorry Charlie, sorry dude <laughs> uh, anyway so that was like the, the, the match that was in the lead up to the big championship match which became a title versus mask shot, right? So, like us and their guy and his guys lost the trios match. Everything now hinges on the big championship match. If kid like us loses, he's gonna lose his mask. And I was like, there's no way he's gonna lose. There's no way he's gonna lose. He's definitely gonna become progress champion. And it was in London, and I was like, fuck, maybe I should go. Is there a way I can get to London? Like there wasn't. And I was like, ah. Uh, and a good thing I didn't because progress, progress <laughs> hurt me so much. Kid like us lost his match, smashed through a pane of glass, covered in blood. Did not win the championship. Did lose his mask. Unmasked. Aww. Now we see his face. Now he has come out and said, you know, yeah, I've been Kid Like Us for 10 years. My real name's Ethan. I don't know where I go from here. Aww. And I... Oh, no. I've, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe... I felt heartbroken. Like, genuinely felt gutted. Like, a physical... Like, absolutely gutted. <laughs> and I was just like, why have I done this to my thing? I'm here going, yeah, I want to feel it. And I'm like, no, I don't want to feel it anymore. I don't want to feel it anymore. <laughs> See, that is, I love that though, because that is when wrestling is at its best. Yeah. Is that it can make you feel those emotions. <laughs> yeah. It, whether you want no, to I know, or not. I know, I know. No, um... and, and, and kind of in a way, obviously, <laughs> obviously in a way I do, because yeah, like you say, like, it's about being invested. It's about, yeah, it's just any kind yeah. of media. Like, you would be want to be told a story and you want to feel it. But my God. Yeah. I I know we sort of joke about, yeah, we got worked by Kenny saying his cat was sick and whatever. But usually I feel like when wrestling storylines are going somewhere big, like you sort of have a feeling about what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Looking back now, I'm like, I definitely, 
overlooked uh and i can remember having a conversation with my husband about one of the promos in lead up where he was like it felt very somber it felt kind of yeah like he was like he was giving an elegy to his mask and i was like no 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 (laughs) no 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 they're just trying to throw you off that's yeah and like you know if they lose the one before like the big one you think yeah they're gonna lose because then the underdog comes back stronger um i really wasn't expecting him to get to get murdered (laughs) i wasn't expecting that I yeah, I love that though. I I am sorry. I'm sorry for you, not, but it's. Um... I mean, I'm excited to see what he does next, and I you know, and I do know that wrestling is fiction, so I do know that you know, it's not like they they unmasked him without his permission, and you know, obviously he had a, a had a plan to do something and wanted yeah, to yeah, lose yeah, the yeah. mask and wanted to go do something else, but um, it got me, little fucker. I see that. That's. <laughs> That's good though. I love that. It's like baby's first heartbreak. For yeah. wrestling. <laughs> it was seriously like I was like, oh, I thought when uh, when Orange Cassidy lost the belt to Mox, I thought that was bad. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no. See, the thing is with Mox and Cassidy, I wasn't too married either way. Yeah, yeah. To sort of one result or another, because I was kind of like, well, this could go either way. Yeah, but. Like I said, it's it's just wrestling at its best when, I don't know, you sort of, <laughs> you get so invested that you're just really upset when something happens. I was, I was, I was so upset and I had to, I had to DM the um, progress wrestling social media person and be like, I just want you to know I'm not actually like <laughs> trying to send abuse to you. I've just realised like how this reads. I'm just very, I'm just very emotional about the result. Oh, I love that though. I love it when wrestling makes you feel things. Yeah, you know, it's like because uh, what was it? There was a, there was a promo that made my boyfriend cry. Oh wow! It was I think it was an Eddie. I one. was going to say I bet it's Eddie. Like, I bet it's Eddie. Yeah, it was Eddie. Uh, it was like that. Uh, something about his like trying to drown his demons, but his demons could swim. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, cracking, cracking promo. But yeah, I love it when wrestling sort of gives that emotional response in people. Yeah. Like, like that is what it's meant to do. So I, I am all for yeah. it. I just think, <laughs> progress wrestling. <laughs> please, can we stop having downer endings, please? Because it's yes, very, yeah. I don't like leaving an event feeling like a sad. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling like a sad. I was gonna Aww. say feeling like I've been punched in the gut, and then I was like, "We're talking about wrestling, so people might think I mean that literally." <laughs> Just swerve in the middle of my sentence. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the storytelling in wrestling is like I kind of know when it's good because of the way it hits, yeah. and it does give me that like emotional response to it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I wonder what's going to happen at World's End. I wonder what's going to happen at Final Battle. I feel just, I don't know. I feel excited now. I've talked myself back yeah. into being excited again. Well, I i feel like it it's a good place to maybe sort of put a cap on certain things. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's sort of a fresh start in January. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I, that's what I'm hoping for. Sort of a hard reset on yeah. everything. So we can start the new year fresh with no 
nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no nonsense. Okay, uh, would you like to talk about the elite in a dilemma? I, I would certainly would, yes. <laughs> so this came from uh, our pal Unwriter on Twitter. So we both have cats. Yes. If you had to let the elite cats it, <laughs> like, who would you trust with your cats? <laughs> Rank them in order of trustworthiness. Rank them in order. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, that's a re- I was going to say it was an easy question because obviously Kenny. But yeah, I think Kenny would be the first. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> then Hangman, because he's a sensible boy. Yeah. I mean, he's got dogs, but he can probably yeah. cope. I think he could cope with a cat. Yeah. Probably. I was going to make the most off-colour joke then, and I'm not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then it'd be sort of... I'd. I'd what order would I put the probably Nick then Matt? I don't know why I'm putting Matt at the bottom, but I am because just because he's a menace and he might teach the cat bad habits. Somewhere. He might. <laughs> and I, do you know what? And I actually think uh, Ibushi even below Matt. Yeah, because Ibushi don't know what he's doing sometimes. Like he's he's on Twitter saying he hasn't slept for three days. I'm like Jesus Christ, Ibushi. Someone, someone just go and look after that man and make sure he's not doing silly things. He would get lost trying to find the cat food. Yeah, I don't that's think it the thing. Work. You would wander off and <laughs> somehow end up in like Canada <laughs> whilst trying to find the cat food. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Are there any other factions that you reckon would be better at cat sitting? Because Malachi's got like a hundred cats, or like ten cats, right? Oh, Mal- yeah, Malachi would be a brilliant cat sitter, I think. He because he already knows like how to look after kitties, so <laughs> yeah, I would um, yeah I would I would probably pick him or I feel like Orange as well. Orange would be a good cat sitter. Do you think? I think I, I guess, think he would. I think cats would like him because he's quite chill, and cats like a chill, quiet person. He is a cat man. Yeah, he is a cat. Yeah, <laughs> he is just a cat. So I think, yeah, I think he would be fine looking after the cats. I don't know. I, I would maybe not pick the BCC. They seem like dog people. <laughs> they are dog to people. Me. Yeah. Although uh, Mox has got a cat now, but it's like I think he's got a Maine Coon, like one of the no, or maybe a Norwegian yeah. forest cat, one of those giant ones. A big fluffy thing. Yeah. yeah. And apparently he wasn't a cat person, but now the cat has turned him into a cat person. So I mean, they do do that, yeah. They do, they do. Um, can't relate on any level <laughs> because we've always been cat people, yeah. but yeah. Um, hmm, what other fact? I'm trying to think what other factions there are who I can make like, babysit I would my not, cat. I would not allow Chuck and Trent to look after my cat. I feel like that'd be like a comedy of errors. It'd be it a farce. Would be a farce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you come home and they couldn't find the cat food, so your cat's sat there like eating steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Call back. The cat will be eating raw mince, obviously. <laughs> mm. Obviously, eating raw mince that definitely isn't takis or whatever it was. Oh god! Yeah. Flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, bless. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't get them to hire. Definitely not the Dark Order. I feel like John Silver would probably eat my cat. (laughs) Although Uno, Uno is a cat person. Oh, I would trust Uno. Yeah, actually, I would. Yeah, because Uno on his blog had a cat called Lex. 
Uh, I think he still has. I was going to say I don't like the past tense. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have a vlog anymore, so we okay. don't get to see Lex as much. But uh, he he had a, had a cat called Lex, and we had a moment with Lex on his vlog, and like Lex would be like playing with wool and things, Aww. and it was adorable. Okay. So yeah, I would trust Uno to look after my cat. Definitely. <laughs> this, is, this is another sorting game where, like, I really like a sorting game, putting men into, we do. into piles of would you trust this person with your cat? Yes or no? <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of them I would. <laughs> a lot of them I would. But some of them I'm thinking, no, that it's going to lead to some kind of cat related disaster. Somehow. I would trust Aussie Open with my cat and Will Ospreay. I think he's very responsible. Yes. He's a responsible boy, definitely. Uh, who I wouldn't I wouldn't trust the family wouldn't trust the family with my cat except Kyle maybe Yeah, maybe. Kyle's on shaky ground with me yes, joining the is. family Boo. would you trust the bang bang gang <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> not for a second <laughs> see I feel like they would do a good job but they would worry you and send you like you know like photoshop pictures of, of like sort of juice going to eat the cat yeah. sort of going ah like you know that kind yeah, of thing juice would fully have the cat's head in its mouth yeah 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 <laughs> so they would do i think they would do a good job but they would give you a heart attack while they did it <laughs> like not just I sending you pictures i want it to be i want it to be a very uh i want i want to trust them and i don't think i trust those guys um, no no <laughs> mjf mjf loves his oh kid. mjf i would yeah mjf would spoil my cats they would not want to come back to me. No, you'd get a moment they've, they've developed a taste for like really expensive food. Yeah, that you like they only eat and... caviar now. <laughs> That's the one. The one pitfall I can see with MJF looking after <laughs> your cats is that he would spoil them too much, and then when they came home, they'd be like, "What is this?" At the go cat. Kind of <laughs> it's like my cat just called me a poor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you would end up with a snobbier cat than yeah, you left with. Oh, I wish now that we hadn't launched our listener awards and I could have added this as a question. Never mind. So we have launched our Waffly Bollocks listener awards, which we sort of vaguely said we might do last week, but it is now live. You will find it if you go to um, at Waffly Bollocks on x formerly known as twitter uh i think it's also on blue sky i post it on instagram it's we've both retweeted it it's everywhere yeah (laughs) and there are a range of questions and you can nominate uh your guys to win some awards from us they won't actually win anything we'll just make a graphic but you know (laughs) Uh, yeah i do we'll we'll just yeah that's it we'll we've got Photoshop and you know what I mean. So. <laughs> and, uh, well, no, we can have an awards ceremony uh, episode, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Sound effect I'll, of I'll, opening envelopes, yeah. I'll dress up even though you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what else is there to say? Oh, um, our prize draw for the AEW Metal Trading Cards is still going. If you go to, again, it's on our on our twitter it's on tunnel talks twitter it's everywhere <laughs> i'll put the link in the episode description it'll be everywhere you can win it's everywhere and all over the place yeah so if you go in and, and put your name and address uh, you can potentially win uh, a themed 
trading card packs that are divided into meat division, silly little guys, and some random ones. <laughs> I like that the third category is some random so, ones. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not meat and you're not silly, what are you? Um, <laughs> I actually don't know who's in what category either, so so that's fun. No. But, um, yeah, good times. Uh, is there anything else we have to tell people about? Uh, I have to say a big thank you to Kate Fetback who is on Twitter, who has sent me some marvellous bracelets oh. that she's made. I have one that says cowboy shit Amazing. to go with all of my other sweary bracelets that I have. Uh, I have a switchblade one and a waffly bollocks one. Hey. hey! Which is a lovely pink and purple and pearly one, which is delightful. I love that. Uh, a Kenny one Aww. and a mox one. So yay! Thank you, Kate. <laughs> she's been busy because I think I have some on the way, but I don't have them yet, so we'll wait and see. They may be in your post this morning, Ooh, possibly, because mine arrived today. I will have a look. I don't know if... Yeah. <laughs> My postman comes when he wants. <laughs> it may not be yet. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Ours comes at about somewhere between, like, eight in the morning and lunchtime, so we never quite know when it's Oh, you're doing well. Mine comes somewhere between 11am and... 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> right, so now I am going to wrap up because I want to go check the post. So, um, <laughs> other other housekeeping stuff. Yeah, you can follow us on um, X Blue Sky or Instagram at Waffly Bollocks. You can email wafflybollocks at gmail.com. You can rate, review, subscribe, do all the things on your podcast app of choice, and you can buy t shirts at co-fee.com slash rassle trash slash shop hey! I'm so proud <laughs> I can feel it going wrong it's the it's the trash slash shop but it's really hard to say but yes again links will be in the podcast info and you'll find them everywhere other than that yeah I think we're good yes <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered all this with the business. we have covered the business <laughs> we have Oh, I mean, <laughs> considering we've been threatening to do an emergency podcast since like Sunday. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. All good. Right. We will see you back here next week. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.